Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name is Preston. I have rejuvenated energy today. I can hear it. We are back in the fucking trap house. <laughs> we got fucking Pierce in this bitch. Yes, sir. A A A. Boy, you left me the voicemail when you're like, I'm trying to record today, you know? Yeah, yeah, you said something like that. It was so fucking funny, bro. Pull it up. Oh, Oh, my God. Let's let's see if we... You're just real hyped for today. I'm just fucking... I'm fucking happy to be alive today. (laughs) Did you feel like you were dying? I was half dead in the last episode. I'm not even gonna lie. The voicemail is is the shittiest quality, but... I let Nas down in the last episode. That was really sad. All right, shh. Oh no. Oh. no. It's a, it's a, it's a voice well, I'm trying to hoop today. <laughs> Later in the evening. And I'm trying to record something. Can you record today? That's cool. Well, fine. We're trying to get some pods out of the way. You know what I say? Yeah, I say. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. No, I'm saying no. I'm how, saying. Do, how do I have a podcast with any listeners? That was fucking incoherent. <laughs> I... <laughs> That was definitely just the voicemail just being uh, shit. Literally, <laughs> literally the only legible words I got out of that were now saying, <laughs> and that's not even real words. I, I like, I like just I'm trying to move today. <laughs> I uh, bet, I bet that does not translate to the mic at, at all. That's okay. <laughs> it's just absolutely incoherent. I'm gonna send it to the CIA, and they're going <laughs> to. Uh, Transcribe it. Yeah. Enhance audio. They're gonna turn it into HD audio. Yeah, yeah. And it's gonna sound like you're in the car with me. It's gonna be hyper realistic. I'm gonna start off with this question. What are your all's like favorite like labels? Like all time you can go any decade. Hip hop there are a lot of ways you can go because there's yeah. like death row. That was like Tupac and wasn't Snoop on that label too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a big fucking wave I, I i i'm not gonna pick one and in, in the in the decades that i wasn't alive just because they're never gonna mean as much to me but my favorite would probably and <laughs> it's funny that it is is tde it's got to be tde just because the quality Preston, it, it's not even fat i really don't keep track of that shit to be honest with you i feel that Definitely. Yeah. Because, de- I mean... If there you, might have been a point in my life where I would just, like, try to play it off like I had a fucking answer, but I'm <laughs> past that shit, all right? Fucking, I really don't know. Okay. Well, I don't feel like that's something a lot of people talk about. Is like, what, how... Qual- it's a very specific kind of taste if you're just like, okay, th- this fucking well, label kills it. I feel like that's I do still... feel like any time that a group of artists says, fuck this, and goes ahead and opens their own label... Those are the best. Yeah. Like, overall, historically, I really fuck I like with those are the ones I fuck with the most. I feel like it's still a thing. Like, it's not a culture that has completely, like, disappeared yet because, like, people were talking about how dope YSL was. Fucking gun and we're locked up. Yeah. You know, that was a pretty stacked label. And it was just yeah. all a bunch of people that Young Thug got that kind of sounded like him. And I'd say J. Cole has kind of done the same thing with Dreamville get a bunch of like similar artists to him Mm -hmm. that are just like easy collabs to do but I've told Pierce this that when I first got into rap you know it was like Childish Gambino Chance and then it was Drake and then after that when I found Kendrick 
and I started going down the rabbit hole of like all of the dope ass artists that Kendrick has worked with mm-hmm. on his label in his group Black Hippie. They they found Kendrick and they basically signed like the whole group. That's why. Which is like Schoolboy Q, J Rock, and Absol, who are all three of those are fantastic fucking artists. But they've added a bunch of people since then. Like SZA is on Top Dog Entertainment, and she's one of the biggest pop artists of the last ten years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd say fucking Isaiah Rashad is fucking dope too. It's a stacked fucking roster, and for years. They were just pumping out this insane quality over quantity type music. I have a lot of respect for any label that's willing to branch out like that. That That's a very distinguishing factor for TDE. Is that, that they were able to branch out? They were able to branch out, but yeah. the, the fact that they, all of their artists, they've managed to keep all of their artists to believe in the philosophy of releasing less, putting more time between yeah, their albums. Yeah, more quality. And, but yeah. But we're almost past that point now, unfortunately. You think so? And, yeah. And Top Dog's insane run may be coming to an end. About a year ago now, Kendrick announced that his next album will be the last album on Top mm-hmm. Dog Entertainment. And it was kind of an abstract message because we don't know if he's retired, if he's done putting out music in general, if he's creating his own label, which is kind of what we get from the whole like PG Lang thing that he's trying to do. It is a label. I thought it was confirmed that it, that it was a label. It, it might just Because be it's like, got Tana Leone. I think that's like the label right now is Kendrick, Baby Keem, and Tana Leone. But I think Keem's signed somewhere else too. But Well, they're all so, subsidiaries of bigger recording labels. So Kendrick is out with Top Dog at this point. Yeah. He is no longer a part of the label, I do not believe. And a couple days ago, oh yeah, SZA's Instagram, someone commented on one of her pictures, uh, congrats on the collab, but summer is almost over and there's still no album. Please don't tell me that you lied again, crying face. Yo. And SZA responded, it's 100% punch and RCA on this one. I wanted the summer. They wanted more time. At this point, I'm just trying to have a good time, stress-free, LOL. Holy shit. Hmm. Punch, the person she names dropped, uh, that's the president of Top Dog Entertainment. Yeah. So she's saying that it's been five years since her last album. It's been yeah, that's five wild. years since the last SZA album. And that album was big as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest albums, like... And they're telling her that she needs to spend more time. So what it looks like to okay, me okay. is the the label starting to try to be more overstep their yeah. bounds. I'm going to make though. a... I, I feel like... Okay, I'm going to play a devil's advocate in this conversation, but... What? It's fucking bullshit. I'm you were saying that. that like you appreciate that they look for more quality uh-huh. over quantity. Yeah. And... Genuinely, I believe that should be their job, is to make sure that they are, as a label, producing good content. Yeah. And to, if, if they have a certain standard, yeah, well. or whoever's in charge of these decisions has a certain standard, and is like, listen, I like, love you, but just needs more time. 
I think that's a respectful statement. Yeah. You know, you, we're not seeing behind the curtain, and they seem not so upset about it. They're like, listen, I'm just going to appreciate that I have some extra time yeah, on my hands right now. All the opinions are going to be outside of the circle. Because maybe well, we don't yeah. know exactly Maybe something what's going will come on. to them, and maybe they'll, and they'll fix it. And, and Sazza could just be capping for all we yeah. know. Yeah. She could just not have an album together yet and be, you know, schluffing the blame off on other people. Yeah. But I'm going to make. Uh, NBA, okay, because I feel like there are a lot of comparisons you can make between sports and music. Mm-hmm. I think well, that the industries too. The artists are the talent, you know, and the talent is you know talent LeBron talent. James, fucking Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and the best coaches in the NBA are just the ones that get the most out of the talent, and part of that is letting the talent do what they do best. Exactly. You can't over-control shit, bro. Because at the end of the day, it's their music. Yeah. And you're telling one of the biggest fucking artists of the last few years that, hey, we know you're hot and you want to get the next shit out to keep your fame or whatever. Yeah. But fuck all that. Cause, yeah. cause we're arbitrarily deciding that we you would make more money with a longer rollout. Yeah, I think it's kind of stupid. I think. Do you think that's the perspective that they're coming from? Is well, that, that that if you if you wait longer, it's there's gonna be more hype. Well, that's that's a small part of it. It's, there's I gonna be less, hype I around think, Scissor regardless, but it's more of like you know they probably want to get like a single out. They probably want to get like a music video out. Yeah. They probably want to have like. A whole rollout shit for it, but at this point, you well, know, that is there's the not that even a single. So it's just like, what's happened? I I, I want to go back to the numbers. I like the numbers because <laughs> because before <laughs> Kendrick numbers, even man. said that he was leaving Top Dog, it has been a minute since we've seen a lot of these sure. artists. Like I said, SZA five years before this last Kendrick release, it was five years. For J Rock, it's been four years. For, That's wild. For Absol, it's been since 2016. What is that? Six years? Yeah. He hasn't gotten to drop an album in six years. And I know you don't know Absol's music, but it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Can you see like a commercial entity not prioritizing his release when they're trying to get out like Kendrick shit and Scissor shit and all that? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that kind of fucked up that? To just be like put on the back burner, like well, that. I bet I bet Absol is he still is he signed still? Yeah, he is. I'm sure he's fine with it. You wouldn't go seven years without releasing music and not say. I mean, I we True. the thing about it is we have no idea. Absol might yeah. be up punch his ass right now, going like, "Why the fuck can't I release an album?" we or he might be sitting there going. As I'm, I'm, I, you know, he might not, music might not be his priority for the next, you yeah. know, they were, it wasn't for the last five years, and now yeah. it's like, okay, now let me drop an album. Yeah. We are speculating with all the other people, artists. they gotta live their fucking life. Sometimes yeah. your yeah. life takes time, you know, like, yeah. oh shit. And that's kind of what Isaiah Rashad said, you know, for Isaiah Rashad, he just dropped an album last year, and before that, it, it had also been since 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a long ass time, but he was kind of saying, like, you know, that it was just some real life shit. And he was, he had to go to like rehab and shit in the past five wow. years. And he did a bunch of shit in the past five years. I think the thing He didn't blame Top Dog. So we're kind of speculating on the other people, which I get you all saying, like, we don't really know. But where there is smoke, there is fire. 
And there is shit that we're visibly seeing where it, shit is not the right be a cause. Yeah. Shit is not right. Well, I think Kendrick branching off and doing his own thing was going to eventually happen anyway. Yeah. So I don't put that on top dog. Kendrick's just on another level. Cause he's at the. Absolutely. He's been so big for so long. He's probably looking more into just becoming this like a, an well, executive. He, he just wants to produce what he's gonna produce yeah. and wants like I see him starting his own label. Yeah, Kendrick's Almost. just Kendrick's just doing his and own. And it thing. would just be like Baby Keem and a bunch of yeah. young people like that. But who the, he wants to hide Who's out. to say that Kendrick's label doesn't just take all the fucking acts from Top Dog could, if they're not time, fucking happy over like, there. genuinely. SZA does not sound like she's fucking happy. Yeah, in this that's response. true. Even down to the, I'm just trying to have a good time, stress free. LOL. I don't know if that I'm, sounds that's like fake she fuck. fucking hates Top Dog. I don't know if I'm that. ready to say that they're on the downfall though, because SZA just might be under a misunderstanding of what she so, thought her contract was. Like she doesn't know, like oh shit, like there's really like an, a required time period between so my albums. But are are you gonna use like? the pandemic to s- explain why all of these artists haven't dropped in so fucking long. Well, that's how it's always been for all of them. It's always been four or five year releases and they all get their own separate release so they can't just drop Isaiah's and then drop Schoolboy's. Even though they, they kind of did that, didn't they? What? How close was Schoolboy? Uh, Schoolboy was, his last album was Crash Talk. What was that, 2020 or 2021? 19. That was 2019? So that's yeah, two that years. See what I'm saying? That's two years between... Schoolboy and Isaiah Rashad, and how long had it been since uh, Schoolboy dropped before Crash Talk? But was a long time. Like they always, they always. It's not maybe I don't know. Maybe it's not SZA's turn. Maybe it's Absol's turn because it's been fucking seven years. And they're like, hey SZA, we understand that you yeah. want to release this album, but we have obligations. But who's to even say that Absol fans yeah. and SZA fans are even the same fucking people? Don't okay. Uh, SZA is a hundred percent fucking huge. She a hundred percent is gonna get them more money. The 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 Taylor Swift listeners are fucking Listening excited SZA. for the SZA album. Yeah. Fucking people like me are excited for the fucking Absol album, and that's yeah. cool. But like, why are they even trying like that? Why are they making it like that? You know, I'm sure J Rock got some shit in the tank. I'm sure Schoolboy got some shit in the tank. They all do. They all have so many songs in the vault, 100%. That's, that's another thing about TD. That's why I'm not even sure they're convinced they're falling off. They're all, they all grind the music. Because in my mind right now, they're still the top label just because of J-Rock, crazy. He, J, these people aren't even insanely commercially successful. Like J-Rock, I mean, J-Rock's but, made it. He's up there. He's not, yeah. but he's not, I mean, the, he's not a megastar. The thing about it, though, is we're almost talking past tense when we're talking about all these artists. That's yeah. what well, I'm saying. J-Rock, we're saying that J-Rock was dropping I mean, some heat fucking almost years 10 ago. years ago. So just four think years about ago. it too. But, like, but Redemption? That's not J-Rock's best album? Redemption and that's his latest five. And that's his latest release and it's only been four years and look at the trend of TV. Only four years? 2018 is Only four years? Well, this is... this. Half we're talking about TV. That's what they do. Yeah. So I'm about to say... Some people just aren't about that. This is like four to years too long. Kendrick's last album, and then listen to this album, and like, there's something fundamentally different going on there. Like, yeah, you can tell that shit. a lot of time has passed. You know, he's got a different perspective on some shit. Whatever. He sounded like baby human shit now. Right. Well, and we were talking about. <laughs> well, bro, they, these artists could sound totally fucking different on their next album. That's you how know? long it's. They're definitely because they're creating concepts. They're creating new sounds. Yeah. 
Kendrick's always now. Maybe this is kind of why TD is like this. Yeah, maybe that's why they want Ken, something yeah. of that. Kendrick's always developing a whole new sound yeah. every album. You know what I'm saying? And that takes fucking time. Before 2016, yes. Before 2016, Absol was dropping an album every two years consistently for like the past like decade. He was dropping an album like every two years, and since 2016, he's been fucking ghost. I'm not liking what I'm seeing. To yeah. be honest, I, I'm not liking. The, I don't like I don't fuck with record labels at all bro you think like, wait, so, so I was about between, to say I don't think we ever got your answer for what your favorite label what was your favorite label was I, I would have said I was said was this all leading I up said, to I said, the answer which is I don't like any of them <laughs> I, fuck wait that's a hot <laughs> take I said I said you're putting fucking words in my mouth. <laughs> relax but I was gonna say uh, retroactively fucking top dog because I literally fucked but with like every la- every person on the label but As a I said only- it I would have said it past tense because in the past few years they've been fucking nothing well Isaiah you know? Rashad Schoolboy Q Control before that that's good I mean like the past few years no you mean in, like 2020 in, to now yeah in the new decade they released like two projects bro and, it's two, it's been and two years. Isaiah Rashad's album was great, and Kendrick's album was great. But that's two. They're all if they're holding fucking these so artists hostage. That's two great albums in two years. I mean, I guess it's all subjective anyway, though. Like, yeah, I think you're just you just hate waiting. We all hate waiting. Some artists release music at a different pace anyway, and like exactly, exactly. I like or, it. I don't mind it at all because I. I'm listening to new well, music all the time. Like, I'm not sitting there there's going, so many I fucking need Kendrick artists. to drop. Like, I, like yeah. yeah. There's so much music out there. Who the fuck there. listens to one person like that to where it yeah. feels like a long amount of time? There's so many older everyone, artists, too. Everyone on Top Dog are, like, my favorite artists. So just for... Yeah. just I'm coming at it from an emotional-ass place. <laughs> and I fucking get that. But um, Ab Soul was one of my favorite artists. When I started listening to him in like 2016. Do you think he's still rapping? I think. Yes. You think he's still rapping? And I think he's being fucking held up. Yeah, I, I, I can. Ju- I, I can 100% see that. Do. I can see that. It's all because of numbers. That's that's why I would rather I, they would be doing unless Absol doesn't want to drop an album. Do you, Do you think they, they're doing, doing Absol dirtier than they're doing SZA? What? Do you think that J Rock doesn't want to drop an album? I mean, that's what's so fucking great about those top dog not artists. All of them just love music, just genuinely love making music. And sometimes they do release shit where they're just like, you know, I just kind of made this for fun. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, Redemption is just so fun. I don't think that took him like a particularly long time to make. You know, that's what I'm something. Saying? That's music that he's never made before, though. You know. Yeah. And he was, you know, you you when you're on TDE and back when Kendrick was still there, you want you want Kendrick vocals, you know, you want Schoolboy Q vocals. For people who don't know, Redemption is so good. Oh my God. By J Rock. J Rock Redemption, that album, easily still one of my probably my top, one of my top ten albums. So let's segue. You want to play us your favorite song from that album, and that can be our musical intermission. Ooh. What's a good song? We can go for the it. The devil thought he had me. I was on back burners. Moonwalking fast. Y'all respect my journey. Evil tapping in like the feds is watching. No album, no dope. I was all out of options. Damn, Louie. Uh, Spitting bars. Freestyling. You, I, I don't think, I don't think the people 
not a lot of people are gonna appreciate that album for what it is. You know? Yeah. It's so rough and hard as fuck. I think it's pretty It's good. so fucking good. It's gritty. We can do for what it's worth. You want you think that's the best one? That would be one to talk I about. I think that's for sure. The, that's the that's true. Intermission is not always about the best. It is just about what's what's, what's scratching an itch. Here, let's put that on. That whole album. You wanna work you wanna go work out, listen to some J Rock. But listen to Redemption, that whole album. I can album appreciate is, music like that. That whole album is hard as fuck. You wanna you wanna go crazy in the gym? Go crazy in the gym. <laughs> go crazy just on the fucking streets. I don't know what the fuck. Go uh, if you're ever trying to go crazy, ever trying to get in that grind mind state. Gotcha. Listen to Redemption, bro. Pierce, you wanna talk about the song? For what it's worth? Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth. <laughs> you gotta know uh, what women to like. <laughs> I would, bro, I would you have always to know used to tell you those lines. I would always used to tell you that that pretty flower will uh, <laughs> spoil, spoil you, the poison. poison. And I would yes tell him that, bro. bro I remember. And, and you would tell me the same thing. Yeah. You know, everybody needs to hear you every once in a while. Sometimes you can just have your fucking head up your ass. Facts. Sometimes it's always it's always so obvious when somebody else is in some like dumb relationship shit until it's you, yeah. and then you're like, nah, bro, it's all good, bro. <laughs> it's all, dude. This is this is the best relationship, bro. Uh. It's like, nah, I don't think you understand what's going on here. What do you think of that song? You, you fuck with it? Yes. I do see it being not everyone's taste. Yeah. Um, that song in particular. Yeah. Is the How similar is the rest of the album to that song? Uh, a lot similar. of the songs are like harder. Probably more accessible. That one is kind of soft. But like... Yeah. yeah. It it's, was, it's, 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 it's but, a, but in like just... It's like a... The perfect yeah. way, soft, where, where it's relatable. Soft yeah. is the wrong word, because I feel like the well, like, beat sounds the beat. like nocturnal, and yeah. it's like a vibier track. Yeah, but J Rock is still no, hard those, as fuck on it. Those bars, are it's just not real. as hard. It's not as fast paced as a lot of the other songs. Right. Yeah. So it hits different. Yes. Than a fucking just all around hardcore song. Than like the bloodiest. Yes. I I love like the storytelling he yeah. does on there. Well, like, and so I love that he that's like, one of the most interesting things about your beat is it it really changes what kind of story you're telling because the sort of ambiance the fact that it's just so repetitive to where at a certain point you're not even thinking about it you just hear the simplicity yeah. of the rhythm yeah and like I mean, it makes it way more complex yeah. than any fucking real hardcore there's nothing like, to fuck the, this shit sort of there's, song there's almost nothing to the beat is it worth right. it I and, don't want to be here. But you think about it in the context of what he's talking right. about. Like, he's saying, like, was it worth it? I love how he, like, says how the decisions would turn out. Like, almost like a video game. Like, if I do this, this will happen. Like, yeah. he says, uh, should I kill him or should I let him slide? If I don't, he double back. 
and we got family ties. If I do, I can't rap in that suicide. Because y'all telling Turning to Felons 25. So it kind of tells you that, like, he's put in these positions where he's fucked either way. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's, like, a very real, like, catch-22 that we face a lot where, you know, it's literally, like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. Not that specific. Yeah, he just situation. puts, no, that, he puts like, that fork in the road at the beginning yeah. of the song. Yeah, either I'm going to take an L or I'm going to take an L in yeah. this situation. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to solve my problems off this fifth of Henny. It's just such a good fucking song. Yeah. It's so... That's another thing about that album. It's so raw. So raw. And emotional. Raw. It's not, it's not even raw. This one's raw and gritty. This Throw one's, back. This is Throw raw back. and gritty. <laughs> Throw back. They're all up here somewhere, Louie. I, I slightly remember... Bro, they're... Almost every episode. We I have s- like 50 episodes, dude. It's crazy. I don't remember all... Everything you said on that. Not everything, but there's... there's a we probably clip. repeated ourselves. For all this shit. Like, I feel like nowadays... I still listen to a fuck ton of music, but I don't, like, learn the lyrics to yeah. everything anymore. It's kind but of like just, just to about play, the vibe. And just like, to play that song... And I haven't played you know, I don't play it a lot. I'm not hunting for the perfect song with every song that I listen to. Like I said earlier, it, like, sometimes shit just scratches an itch. <laughs> and, like, sometimes I just want a specific vibe. And that's why I make playlists constantly, because I just want specific vibes sometimes. You know how I do it? This is how you're able to catch a vibe. Because music always comes to you at certain times in your life, you know? And that's true. And so, like, if you, I, I make playlists for every year, and I restart a new playlist every year. Yeah. Because I like you're that. always gonna feel like the, that a you're, lot. if you, you're always gonna feel what you felt back when you were listening to that song, when you, <clears throat> when you attach it to a certain time. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause the music I like now and that I really like feel and relate to, is not what I'm gonna feel and relate to next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends. It, I mean, it could. A lot of songs going. do. A lot of but songs will span multiple years and multiple those playlists. Those are good songs, though. That yes, and that's how you know. Later. Yeah, and that's how you know what good music is. Is yeah. which sta- which songs make it through all those playlists. And this is a perfect example of a timeless song for me, where I still know fucking every word to it, even though I don't. For me, it's making. You don't. You didn't ever like learned it. Yeah. You just learned it because you've listened to it so many times. Not even just because you were sitting there going, I need to know the words to this song. Yeah. The playlist that I have that's the longest is like eight hours now. Mm -hmm. And it is from uh, like when I was deep in quarantine. Mm -hmm. And so it's just over almost like two years basically that I've been working on it. It's so interesting because listening to specific types of music and then just being like, let's go to the radio for this on Spotify. Yeah. And it exposes me to so much new shit. Stuff that's old, but just would have been inaccessible to me otherwise. Like, it's just like, oh, this is kind of related to this musically. So, like, a lot of it is, I went from, like, Motown, funky I've shit. I've just really been getting into that and it, shit, bro. And then it, it directed me towards, like, listening to music from Africa. And, like, learning about how there's uh, Saharan desert bands that got electric guitars... At, in like the 80s or some shit somehow there was some oh. interaction with, with like American culture and they got access to electric guitars in the middle of the fucking desert and it's the funkiest craziest shit yeah, you've ever yeah. heard and it sounds like fucking war songs like, 
like it's it's like a modern day like I don't know it's like, got like a bluesy jazzy sort of feel to it yeah but it's also got a lot of like rock influence with the way that they play don't they call that shit like desert rock or something yeah I've heard of it I've never really listened to um, it though and then it's I, it's so weird because like Afrobeat is all all music that is sort of like that that comes from Africa is just classified as Afrobeat but there's so much variance because there's like Nigerian Africa. music is so specific and like Nigerian bro there have been a lot of Nigerian artists crazy. growing up there but Africa art African artists have been kind of really breaking on into the English scene because a lot of them learn English well for me it's crazy because it's all in their like native tongue or it's they have a very thick Nigerian accent yeah and it's so distinct but they're still even it's amazing because even if I don't understand what they're saying it's so rhythmic and like they have such a like unique way of singing yeah there's so much rhythm there is so much (laughs) there is a lot of rhythm in that shit but and they have a lot of, even though they're speaking English too, they still even have a lot of the. It's like the like way local that they say certain letters yeah. and shit. Yeah, the way they they, they, they twist some words because yeah. they just you know they grew up in another country well, and they and say like, English words a lot differently than exactly. we do. Exactly. It's so it, and they'll have their own words for shit because yeah, they're influenced by different yeah. parts of the English speaking world. Like, it's a different English, but it's still English. So you like know like eighty to ninety percent of what they're saying. Yeah. And then they, they throw in some other shit. It's just, it's just, that shit's dope. A lot of this African music, like Wizkid, Burna Boy, they've been big for yeah. a while, but they've been really blowing up Burna onto Boy the Western is scene, bro. huge right now. Yeah. But I don't know, it's so interesting listening to shit that I... Tim's? Don't, Shout don't out to Tim's. I think I ever would have listened to at a certain point in my life. Biggest fucking gratitude for living in the time period that I live in. Yeah. Otherwise, a lot of things suck, but like, I, mean, I have so much access to culture... Totally. And it does make my life better, like inherently. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to appreciate shit and not even fucking understand yeah. the lyrics and just be like, I'm vibing. Yeah, there's some right Spanish now. songs I like, and I. shit's like, good. Like it's just objectively good. Yeah. I love. It the... doesn't. You don't have to understand it, but you can hear it in people's voices. And it makes shit you appreciate like music when like you can't understand the words. It does make me appreciate it more than. Shit I mean, it's that. a completely different way of like kind of listening. Right. Like, cause you listen you to the listen words. To it's not like tone it's not like, like yeah. The, they put so much feeling into the the instrumentation that like, or, or the beat and other aspects. You know Rosalia, of, right? <laughs> I don't fuck with her music at all. Yeah, I've listened to some of her shit. She but she's like originally style. like a flamenco. Oh, yeah. She's like a flamenco artist, or I don't know if that's how you say it. Just like flamencan, flamen- But flamenco is like just a. It's just flamenco. a. It's it's a South American style of music, That's and they count music in like a twelve four some yeah, weird shit. That's insane. Yeah, and it, the sound I love the sound. I've been really trying to get into that sound, but uh, she she's really good too, bro. And she's like she obviously done more like popular shit. She doesn't do like flamenco anymore, but uh, I, I really like the Rosalia's got some fire ass fucking grooves, bro. The way the way they she understands rhythm is crazy. I'm not even gonna lie, like some of the shit, and then, but she also has a song in her new album where she sings like in a concert hall, like it sounds like to me like some classical, like Colombian song or something, because th- I'm pretty sure she's Colombian, uh, and it's just like she's so fucking talented. Interesting. She's so talented, bro. But I don't understand a fucking word she's saying. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have. To. But she does speak English sometimes, but that's like barely. I love. I the... think it's more interesting when there is a song that's not in English, and then they have a few English words for just like 
<laughs> making a specific point. You good, Louie? I've been trying to get this joke out for the past three minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, bro, you got to be patient sometimes. when you have three people on a podcast, bro. That's how it goes. I love the XXX Tentacion song, uh, I Don't Even Speak Spanish, lol, <laughs> where he has, like, ten, like, you know, reggae Latin artists on his song, and he, like, just shoehorns himself in there, and it, it's his song, and he doesn't even speak Spanish. Well, I, when did I it release? That. That's kind of hilarious. When did yeah. it release? 2018. Was he alive? No. Yes, not. yes, he was. He Wait, was. that that was. He did it from beyond the grave. It it was on the question mark album, in that released while he was alive. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wild. I don't even remember that song. Fire album though. <laughs> what the fuck, Louis? You should be a, a singer. See, see, that's the that's the reason why we do musical intermission halfway through because we can just branch off into whatever the fuck happens. And that's what we did the last episode. I, I'm so I'm licking my lick lips to talk about this Billy Woods song. Oh yeah, Billy Woods. Yes, Billy Woods. I, I don't got that much shit. Well, you've been playing with that Teddy's ass for like ten minutes. <laughs> He was just like playing with think, the, the ears. Thinking about world music makes me horny. <laughs> oh, I feel so cultured. Oh my god. There are people like that, though, who are just like, I don't know. They inflate their ego by feeling like they're superior to everybody because they, they've uh, experienced more. Like, if you meet somebody who's climbed a mountain, they're kind of a jackass. Like, yeah, probably. They, they just like hold it over people i'm climbing a mountain and you haven't <laughs> like people who are overly competitive just about living life. i feel like i feel like they would have a bumper sticker like all the people that have like the marathon things where it's yep, like exactly uh, it, no those are the same one, people but it would just be a bumper sticker that says i climbed a mountain yeah it's the same it's the people who put the the, the fucking marathon sticker on the back of their car that's the 26, same exact person 26.2 get the fuck out of here i don't care that you've ran a marathon all right, right bro and why would it, It's funnier the people that have ran a half marathon. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. The 13. You didn't even do the whole thing. What I, the fuck are you so proud of? I saw Quit a stand up bit where he was like, ooh, a, a half marathon. I just read half a book. I just watched <laughs> half a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That's accurate, though. Hey, guys, I did, uh. Yeah, try telling your teacher you did half your homework, bud. <laughs> I did half my essay. Hey, yo, I did half of it. That's fucked up. You go to your boss, I did half my job. <laughs> I did exactly half of what you I wanted me to do. I did half the work you told me to do. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, I'm going to be straight up. I was having a bad day. I did exactly <laughs> half of what you asked me to do. Hope for good, G. Alright, bro. I, I will say, if you ran a half marathon... That's good on you. Good if you ran a half you marathon, go it. kill yourself, but that's the moral of the story. No. Louis' hot take of the day. I'm gonna cut that out. That's uh, <laughs> questionable. Yeah, I came in hot this episode. I had to make up for the last episode because I was fucking... It was still a good one. I was coming off of a three-day bender in the last episode. So. I could not Dang. believe that, honestly. I was like, wow. Bro, they didn't have me in the O'Shea's. Why? Because fucking Caroline's ID... Oh my! She got a. She has a. Okay. So does Caroline have a fake? <laughs> Who told you? 
Because that's a lie. <laughs> it's not fake. It is 100% real. What is it, Indiana? <sighs> yeah. That's why it's sus. Yeah. Nobody co- fucking comes from Indiana. Sure they do. Only in Louisville, though. Anywhere else, you're hard-pressed to find. But O'Shea's is in Louisville. So, yeah, I went out with everybody, and then I fucking just had to go home, because we couldn't get in. Bruh, did I tell you this... Walking distance. Did I tell you this story on the podcast, the balcony thing? What? Before we went out that night, uh, we were at uh, Sam's Crib, and we were going to light a J on the balcony, and fucking Caroline had it in her hands, and she fucking dropped it, and it slipped through the cracks, and it was on the, like, chair of, like, the second floor balcony. So fucking Mason went downstairs and knocked on the door. It was like, hey, we dropped our joint. And he was like, hey, we were just about to spark up. And and the dude was like, oh, word. <laughs> oh, my God. And, I would have invited the homie back up, man. And he was a G. And he was like, yeah, and we... Dropped the joint through the <laughs> through the floor and it's on your belly and the fucking dude brought it out and we got it back so it was a happy ending. <laughs> that is hilarious. I just imagine, I just imagine when you're a kid and like you throw the frisbee into the yeah. neighbor's yard and you have to go over there and you're like, hey, I think I dropped my ball into your backyard. And you're just like, oh word. I would just break in. <laughs> I, I would have no, it's like a real I would, one. I would have no communication with the neighbors whatsoever. Actually, I remember doing that, and it was because it was a plane, and I had had it like crash in their yard multiple times. A plane. Was just, it was like a little model plane, and I was too embarrassed, so I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna climb our like six foot wooden fence." Yeah. No. And I was That's probably like, I was probably like four feet tall. At least tall. you don't have like the retreat gate where they have the spiky things on top. Yeah. I probably would have died. Oh, dude. That one time you I ran, ran from the, the cops. Top of that fence. I did get a scar from the fucking barbed wire. That shit was awful. That's hard. I bet. Like, barbed wire will fuck you up. It was either that or I had to fight off a cop, and I'd rather take the barbed wire. I'd take the cop. <laughs> Pierce, do you want to have a conversation about your music still? Yeah, we can. Okay, because we're at 40 minutes, but I mean, time doesn't matter. Time means nothing. Not so, in the I, trap house. I would like to introduce our new special guest, P. Welly. P. Welly. I don't. But, I don't go by P. Welly just so people know. <laughs> do you? Well, what's have your? Do you have a producer a name? Moniker. Uh, yeah, it's my name. <laughs> it's Pierce Wells. It's Pierce Wells. I like that though, because it's almost like an action hero comic book type of name. Pierce Wells. Introducing Pierce Wells. Yeah, so you finally put ads onto Instagram, and you're working with other people now, so... That's wild. Yeah. How's that? Uh, uh, I would say uh, I, I try to work with a lot of people. Most people don't try to work with me. I don't think most people have the work ethic that it takes. It's a big thing. That's why a lot of people, it's just hobbies. Yeah. Because you know, they know that they're not going to fucking take off with it. Yeah. But it's kind of that mentality that makes the difference. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And you're doing this full-time, basically. Mm-hmm. He produces music. And if you haven't heard his shit, it's all over Instagram by this point. I, I have... posted up. I have four posts. Uh, and this is just... This is another thing a lot of people are not going to understand. They're probably going to be like, this is his first like music he's ever made. And like, no, I've been making music for a little bit. 
Pierce has been making music for as long as I've fucking known him. No uh, cap. I think that are these just like your newest shit? Yeah, um, I think it's well. It's there, not. It's not all my newest shit. It's uh, what fits the sound I'm trying to put out right now the most. I I hear that. That's a good move. Is it just like a fuck it mentality where you're just like okay. <laughs> Let's, let's put this let's on the ground. Let's put this on the ground. Uh, no, it's more methodical than that. But it is the time where I'm like, because you, you I, probably I, are saving your best shit. Uh, yeah, I'm. I not, think you are. I'm over. I'm over trying to do this all privately because people are stupid. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. People aren't willing to see talent unless you have the 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 uh, audience behind it. Which it's kind of like I can understand that, but at the same time, if you're a fucking so, nobody. If you Shut can, the fuck up and take these fire-ass beats. <laughs> if you've yeah. been producing for so long, do you have a huge backlog of shit that he you He has could a huge drop? backlog. Yeah, I have a pretty big backlog. So, realistically, I think in art in general, that is one of the best moves that you can make is just have a lot to bring to the table already. Yeah. Uh, and absolutely. It, just, it makes it so much easier to, like, not... You, you don't feel like you're playing catch-up, like, as soon as you start. Yeah. You know? Because there's just... There's content... If you mm-hmm. just need to be dropping something, one thousand, and like, I think you know, the clear to fix something up and make it ready to drop, yeah, than to produce a whole new fucking song, like, it, and just like creatively in general, if you're trying to really get going, yeah, you gotta have shit ready to go, like, yeah, you want to assume that you're gonna have this audience Facts. so that you can actually provide it. Yeah, I'd say the bigger skill, more importantly, that is what all you said is one hundred percent facts. But another thing too is is you need to be able to. Uh, you need to be able to pull shit up in the moment. Make yeah. shit in the moment as well. Like yeah. you can have you can have all the catalog in the world, but like let's say somebody's like, I want you gotta my, keep I that want, drive. I want my own shit. You need to be able to make good shit on the spot that they want. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. That's something that artists will value. Cause I I'm not I'm not I'm not, I work with anybody. I'm really trying to look uh for artists to work with for a long time. Some somebody that I can really connect to okay. yeah. on a personal level. So, so that way we can, you know, like yeah. actually just sit there and send a shit. A dynamic to each other. duo. Send whatever. You know, because instead of it being like, okay, I don't know this dude, I'm gonna have to send him something very yeah. particular instead of me just sitting there making music and then sending it and being like, All right, either work with this or tell me that's not it and then I'll just send you the next thing. But most people don't have that work ethic where they're ready to get shit every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Yeah, I'm at that point where I'm at the fuck it, I'm not making music until motherfuckers are working with me stage. Because I don't need yeah. to make more right now. Yeah. I still make music every day because yeah, you got like, you to keep it going. You got to stay warm. Yeah. But I, it's not my main priority right now. It's just finding connections and investing, putting money in the right places. That's a pain in the ass yeah. part of it, isn't it? So mm-hmm. I have an idea. For the audience who may not know, you made the fucking intro for the podcast yes okay so i didn't oh, know you guys two, two podcasts the past yeah. two seasons the season two and three intros have been so the first one was not one, me i don't know what that was it was just some shit that louis <laughs> yeah. found it yeah. was it did us right it, at the time it was a fucking like generic ass thing. sound fucking royalty free hey what are you getting at what are you getting at though so post because i know there's a longer version of our intro we don't play the whole the whole thing post that shit and we'll we'll share that shit around. Yeah, y'all have commented on to my shit a, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll uh, I, if y'all start doing that, I'll definitely start posting y'all's podcasts because I didn't do that. I think I shouted y'all out like once. Try to blow that shit up as much as we can between. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. I'll take that, it. I'll take everything. Bro. The full intro for this is 
fire. Yes, it is. Hey, man. And, and that's a good idea. It's little drops. It's just little drops. Yeah. When little, little portfolio <laughs> things, you know. Starting off, which is where the stage you're at, where you're starting off. It's like, have you seen uh, Shark Tank at all? <laughs> when, what did when you mother, say? When motherfuckers come into the Shark Tank, and they're like, yeah, uh, I have no numbers. I've sold actually none Literally of nothing. these products I just that have I this idea. Yeah. And every time they're like, you know, That's you're too early on too. to go fuck yourself. Yeah. And you were 100% right when you they said... They want people with a fan that, base. Yeah, that, fan base, all that. The talent is not recognized until the numbers are behind it. Because when artists see your profile and they're like, oh... Uh, a thousand monthly listeners, multiple thousands of monthly listeners. That's yeah. when you start getting more traction because that's when artists are like, "Oh, that's not a fucking nobody. That's someone who could actually help influence me my career where I'm at." Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's almost the same perspective to some degree with what we do. We're looking for, you know some people that we can get on here where, you know, they'd be able to promote it and reach a larger Yeah, just so we have more exposure, because otherwise it's just kind of up to up to the algorithm, really. Or people we know. Yeah. yeah. Which is limited. The the biggest thing, the biggest thing is is local. I'm really trying to get locally Louisville, I want the city of Louisville to really uh, just, fuck yeah. Just the people who need to know my name need to know my name, you know. So I'm I'm uh, I'm slowly I'm slowly stretching out. That's really just the biggest thing is get Louisville to know my name, and not even just like every people everybody walking around the street. People you know, who know who know the people yeah. know who know yeah. Yeah, you just gotta once you get some people to fucking work with, like you only need one like decent viewed song to like start moving. Yeah. Because you could even do it where you had your own Spotify and that shit would show up on your Spotify with, you know, however many streams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the clip is full. The clip is full. That's all I know. He's been playing me heat for so fucking long, bro. Yeah. Every time I'm fucking hanging out with him, he's fucking producing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he really pumps some shit out. He really sits down and like comes up with the whole shit like right in front of me that's why like you really do need to kind of be the same way an artist like a rapper singer you know you gotta be able to like produce like on the spot like you can't just like be expected to be like oh i have whatever timetable to fucking do this yeah you you gotta be able to fucking do it Mm -hmm. and that's what you've been doing fucking yeah really tapping in on how to do it Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'm, I, I make a lot more, like, shorter things. Like, I'll just work, like, eight bars. Like, I usually, like, I, like right now, I only make past, like, 16 bars. Because I've made so many, like, 64-bar things, 64-bar songs, which, you know, yeah. you just double it up. Or if you really want to go crazy, make the whole song something unique and do, like, 128 in a one shot. But, yeah, no, I've just been really making a lot of short, quick things just over and over and over again right now. Cause I can expand on it now. It's not yeah. about it's not yeah. about learning how to expand and how like what can what am I gonna do with this loop? Like no, like I know what, exactly what the fuck I would do with this. Sh- it's so things. that you have shit you can go back to, mm-hmm. like for real. Yeah, and especially if if you have a sound that you're going for. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. Like if he can show 
you know, a four bar loop or whatever to you somebody. Just catch and, the attention, bro. And, yeah. and they'd be like, oh, I fuck with that. You yeah. know, Pierce could be like, all right, I'm going to build it out now. Right. So yeah. I got an idea now. And that also helps with the music, too, being like there with the music. You could be like, what, co- what type of uh, song are you looking for here? Like, what, what type of vibe should I be going for? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, bro. And, but that's another reason why uh, I'm posting the certain ones that I'm posting is just to give a sample of what I, what, what I can do that's unique. That's what the, my Instagram is for. Like, what can I do that's unique? But, like, bro, I got shit that sounds so different than what I posted. Like, it's just, you guys gotta give it time. People will see the versatility. People will see the work. Shit's yeah. going on the up. That's all I know. Uh, yeah. Been, been going hard. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I think that we're going to leave it at that. Thanks for listening to this episode, everybody. We'll see you next week. Um, everybody will be linked and posted up on Instagram. For sure. In the bio. All that shit. Thank you, Pussy Wells, for showing up. Yeah, absolutely. The best guest that we have consistently. And yeah, we can always real one. hit up to fucking pull up on us. So. Hell yeah. Hey, man, anytime. That's great. Yeah. Ah! Zoo! <laughs>